Welcome to the 32nd episode of Fantasy Sports Fiends Podcast. I am your host, Ron Ron. My guest, once again, Chris Leon, a.k.a. Pooch, Elias Febbers, a.k.a. The Goatee. We're back. The Goatee, you weren't here with us last week. Me and Pooch held it down for you while we discussed week one, week two. We're on to week three. And, bro, you ready? Oh, I just wanted to mention this because we spoke about this last week. You were hoping to be in the finals with me, but you didn't make it. You, Goldie, <laughs> played against Damn. me last week. Damn, the real finals. And I took him out. And uh, now I'm in the finals of fantasy baseball. We're talking about fantasy baseball right there. But it is what it is. You guys are playing for third place, right? You're playing against each other for third place. Oh, we oh, are. Oh, yeah, you are. You weren't noticed? Okay, so then you guys don't want that $100 back. No, of course I want that $100 back. I just don't feel the same. I mean, it won't pick yeah. up. It won't, it won't feel the same. I picked up that guy, Baz. He did good. You know, he's, he's a top prospect. We got to look into him next he's year gonna for sure. going to be a problem next year. Yo, but let's get to the nitty-gritty because, you know, it's fantasy football season. That's where all our, you know, motivation and passion is really into right now. Um, I was on a podcast last night as a guest, uh, Slum Busters podcast. You can follow him on Instagram and on Twitter. Uh, shout him out. He's going to be out there. We're recording this right now. It's a Tuesday afternoon. So the podcast should be out soon. Our podcast will be out tonight or tomorrow morning. And so let's get going, man. Like, what what is it from this past weekend that besides my dude, King Henry, and Aaron Jones, like, besides those two dudes, those two monsters, like, what what is your takeaway from this past weekend for fantasy football? Like, what jumped out to you? Well, one of the things that jumped out to me, and this is a lie speaking, by the way, just in case y'all don't know, and you're new to the to the show. Um, one of the things that stood out to me is that Josh Allen is having a bad start to the season. That's one thing is just like standing out to me like crazy. I took him in the best ball league as one of my top picks, and I'm not regretting it because I'm in second place in the overall standing, but I'm like, damn, like he might have a bad year this year. Like all the overhype, Sometimes dudes just have a down year, and it's just, I don't know, it got the feel and the look of a down year to me. Like, he's not going to be trash, but he's not going to be the top what he was, like last he was last year. I'm not going to lie, and you mentioned this. As one of the main points last night when I was on that podcast was about game script, right? So it's like, yo, it's only been two weeks. So that game got away. They ran the ball, so you couldn't see Johnson. And the Dolphins have a good defense, too, so let's not get it twisted. As bad as they, you know, they got shut out and whatnot. So... Game script is everything, bro. So one week, look, look at Winston. Winston had a crazy week one. They look too good against week two. But now we know, yo, the Panthers have a crazy defense. Low key, right? So game script is important. You want to pay attention to that. So I get what you're saying with Josh Allen. And, and that was a question for later where, like, after two weeks, even though it's only been two weeks, who's any player that you're most disappointed in right now? And I'm going to answer you one myself right now. is George Kittle. So I drafted George Kittle in the second round. I had Waller ranked ahead of him, you know, like I had Kels, Waller, Kittle. But Kittle, I love Kittle as a person in real life. He's a WWE fan, dope person, whatever. And so, nah, this is the one year where I felt like if I had a top five pick, I'll be comfortable taking either a quarterback or a tight end early, especially in our 14-man league. And so George Kittle was there. I took him. And after two weeks, yo, Debo Samuels is the number one guy in San Francisco. So it's a little worrisome, but... At the same time, game script, right? So that game was ugly on Sunday, the Eagles and 49ers. So that game, it wasn't for them to be, you know, passing or anything like that. It was like, let's see which defense holds up kind of thing. So going forward, 
if I if I was another player, like if if I didn't have Kittle, I'll be trying to target Kittle, like as a buy low target. Yeah, but the thing is that with you, so two things about the Kittle thing with you is like one, you made the pick with your heart because you're here talking about he's a great person. That has nothing to do with shit about That's, fantasy. Fuck all that. Like I'm making my picks based on who's gonna perform, and he is one of the top dudes. But like Pooch, my boy Chris right here said, you reach for Kittle because only Waller and Kells really deserve that kind of attention that early. If you would have took him in the third, then boom, it's more reason. But it don't matter because your team is like, it's loaded. Your team is loaded. I would have said I could have drafted the guy I drafted in the third round, round two, Chris Carson. So it's, you no, know, no, it doesn't no, matter. I thought it the players I wanted anyways. You came off because you got Carson anyways, and you got lucky in that regard, but... Like, it is what it is. But the other thing about it is that you shitted on my boy Debo Samuel. Oh, I shit on him. Because you said, yo, it's Kittle, AU, and then Samuel. Like, I don't think he's going to have that crazy of a year. When did I say that? If I, ha- if I have Debo Samuel in two leagues. In the, in the Yahoo League, son. I said that. I took him. I shit on Debo when I said I was I wanted Debo so when you were, picked him. So it wasn't you? It wasn't me. Oh, well, those literally, ya- those Yahoo dudes literally when he him. took Debo Samuel, me and my girl were like, oh, shit, there he go. Yeah. Like, it was, yeah. Didn't, so you get, you're mistaking me for somebody you know, else. I, yeah, I took him last year in the Yahoo. You're mistaking, and then I took him this you're mistaking year. me for somebody else. So it must have been the it's other It's not me. I'm a Debo guy. My bad, my bad. Debo, but yo, they were literally Debo's players. They were like, yo, Ayuk is the guy, Kittle. I'm like, yo, shit. Where is the Yuke? And I was trying to and I was trying to tell these guys, yo, A ate last year, but he's scary because Samuel was hurt. And Kittle was Kittle hurt. was hurt. And I'm like, yo, I don't know if he's gonna be able to live up to that thing. Like, that was because nobody was there to eat. But now everybody's back. Like you third in line, bro. And, and Kittle was second in line. That's my worry to a point, but again, it's only been two weeks, so I'm not that worried. Pooch, who's somebody that has jumped out to you as like, damn, yo. Is it someone in your team? Somebody that's, you know, like, wow, they haven't done shit. Uh, for sure. The guy who blew the game on Sunday night, Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Okay. That's a good, that's a good, that's a good one. <laughs> he just, I was really high on him, bro, and I had him high in the second round as a pick, and I just think he's just, like, trash. And, yeah, it's only two weeks. Maybe he's still, like, bummed out on that ankle, but it's not looking good, and he blew that game for them, so it's kind of upsetting. Just to see, because now all these Raven fans and Lamar Jackson fans, uh, Lamar Jackson fans are going crazy over the one win when it took like literally a fumble from their running back for them to win that game. But yeah, congrats. Bro, and, how, and how about that clip of like the head coach saying like, "Yo, do you want to go for it?" You wanna, like, dude, you're really not gonna go for First it. Off, like, it's you, week two, and not it's even week that. Two in the regular season. And it wasn't even that, like, high volume of a game. Like, the Ravens take those games way more serious than the Chiefs do. The Chiefs just go there to play. And, yeah, they ended up getting one over them, which is, you know, hats off to them. But, yeah, Clyde has been bumming it. And I'm kind of glad I didn't get him in any of the leagues. Me neither. My, my guy, our guy in between no. us right here, you got him in a couple of leagues. Well, my, yeah. man, my man tried to trade me. Like, I'm, I'm a Saquon <laughs> Barkley owner. And he goes, yo, I'll give you Clyde, bro, right before this week. He's like... Healthy Clyde for Saquon. I'm like, listen, bro. Healthy Clyde, yo. You're, you see what I mean I'm by going, the sales pitch? I'm going <laughs> down with the shit, baby. If Barkley don't show up, I'd rather have uh, Barkley that so, don't show up than, than yeah. Clyde who? But yeah, but give them the backstory behind that. So I got Clyde. I was there in two leagues, but I got rid of him in one league for Saquon Barkley. So then I was thinking the same thing. Like, yo, maybe he'll like, pique Chris's interest or something. So I was like, yo, Chris, what's up? He's like, hell no, I'm good. 
So you know, so I gave up right away. It's a little upsetting that he thinks he could compare me to other dudes be playing. The crazy thing is that yo, it's tricky with with Clyde or with because look at it from this perspective, right? In the live draft league, I have him. I want to get rid of him if I can for for something of substance. I'm not gonna just give him away. If I could get an upgrade some somewhere, like I was thinking, like Hopkins, like something for Hopkins, because you know, no has like no running backs whatsoever. I just had to wait because I was playing him last week, and of course I lost. <laughs> all his receivers went off, and his tight end, everybody, Russell Wilson, all them dudes. Then the other thing is that in the in the six five four though in the fourteen man league, I would actually consider trading for him. Right, because there's not a lot of running backs that, you know, you have a strong duel of running you know, backs I like coming to, off. I like to have a three-headed monster, you know, how we how we yeah. call it, and have, like, you know, Barkley, um, Josh, Josh, Josh Jacobs, Jacobs and, then, and then have Elvis Alley as my flex. That's a good look. But then the thing is, like, yo. What do you give up for him? Exactly. And then the thing is, like, yo, what if I give easy, like, Corey Davis and like another running back, like let's say um Ronald Jones or or, or um, Mark Ingram or one of those guys, and and this guy doesn't show up, and and Corey Davis goes back to week one killing. There's a chance that I mean that that's what any trade offers. You you're taking a yo, risk giving up so a two for one, three for I'm one. I'm very tempted to offer it to Easy because I think he will consider it because he's down. He's in the last place and he can use some help or whatever, and. I would consider anything if I have Clyde Wissalea. So, but the thing is that I don't know. I just feel like if I make that trade for him, like I'm gonna regret it because I like Corey Davis a lot. Right. I mean, just looking at it though, the only reason he's getting drafted where he's getting drafted last year and this year is because he's on the Chiefs. He's on the Chiefs. That's it. He ain't yeah. no Kareem Hunt. I know that for sure. Yo, but he turned it up last year towards the end of the year. Sure. Which is why I was like encouraged, and I was like, "Well, we'll see. Maybe he'll live up." But I'm like, I never trusted him. I, I don't just, know. It was all upside with him. The spotlight looks too big for him, bro. It's, I guess that's part of it. I, I was going to bring a point for you. With your team, you have Jonathan Taylor and Nick Chubb on his team. You got to be more professional than that, Pooch. Yo, but your <laughs> Pooch's team already has Jonathan Taylor and Nick Chubb, so his third running back is Saquon Barkley, so he couldn't afford to wait it out. Yeah. And I feel like he needs to get a healthier back or, you know, this not third. Like, you know, but they're all in the same predicament, bro. You still have to wait and see what Barkley has well. You don't know, like, what I, you have I there. Feel way better you feel Barkley better about it. Too. Hilarious, like you said, is all about that offense. They, people assume, even with the Bills running backs, with Zach Moss and Singletary, you think, like, oh, there's if you're a good running back on a top offense, like, they're going to do their thing. No, like there's other backs. Like Daryl Williams is involved. They have Jarek McKinnon there. Like Hilaire's not just there, like the only back there, well, three is, down back. Well, he is kind of, honestly. He's just oh. not doing nothing with it. Yeah. Honestly, he's getting those, all the work. Those well, teams are going to pass all day. It doesn't really matter who they have. And it's not passing yeah. to the running backs, and they got all these receivers. Oh, McKinnon and Williams are not doing nothing. Go look yeah. at their numbers. They're not like doing, one snap. Yeah, they're not doing anything. It's just that this guy's just not living up. He's not living up. And especially after that little fumble in that key spot. Ooh. Oh, my yeah. Lord. So I was going to mention this because, and again, I'm overly prepared today because I did a podcast last night. But another situation, we're talking about running backs, Zeke and Tony Pollard. So, this like, if you watch the games, you're watching, right? You Yeah, they're in the top offense, right? The Cowboys, as long as Dak is healthy and whatnot. Yo, Zeke, if you watch, who looks better 
when you're watching the games, Pollard or Zeke. Well, I've been saying that and, for, for forever. Right, but this past weekend, you saw that it's getting closer to a 50-50 thing. Like, it's never going to be where Pollard takes over, but it's getting closer to where it could end up being 60-40%. So... Like, what do you guys feel about that backfield? Because I, I, I said it last night. I'm like, yo, I don't know. Like, I don't own Zeke any in any leagues this year, which I thankfully don't, I don't own either. But Tony Pollard is like a flex option now. Like that ass, he is. No, no, he. I love Pollard. I love him from last year. I was glad when when Zeke got hurt. Like that sounds fucked up, but when Zeke got hurt last year, because I had Zeke. Remember, I traded with Ronnie for Zeke. Yeah. I, was, I was like. And then I also had him in the Yahoo League. I was like, yes. But then he came back week 16 and screwed me over. He actually had a solid game, but it's just, like, not the upside that the dude Pollard right. brings. Like, that, yo, the kid No, they both, they both finished top 12 this week because of touchdowns and whatnot. But Pollard is ranked number 10, I think, right now. Yeah. Like, overall for the year. Like, he's doing his thing. He looks great. He's been looking great. He just doesn't look good. And the thing is that... I don't think, and if they both stay healthy, it's gonna just keep being the same thing. It's gonna be like inconsistency from both of them. You're not gonna know who to start when. But if Zeke goes down, Pilot's like a locked in RB1. I I agree with you. One? RB1. Top 12, top 15, yeah. Lock it up. Lock it up. I'm about to trade. Damn, like, <laughs> why does Sharif have to have him? Like, he's the most stingiest <laughs> dude ever. He well, like care. I said last week, Zeke be running like he had a piano on his back. I read that on my Facebook somewhere, <laughs> and that shit rings true, bro. I'm like, damn, bro. It just looks like he's struggling, and sometimes the miles get to you, bro. It, it could be another Todd Gurley situation where yeah. yo, he's been run to the ground. He's had 400 carries like the last, like, eight years or some shit. This past offseason, that was the question, right? Well, was it because Dak was hurt? Was it because the line, you know, got worse? And we were like, all right, what are we going to see this year? And then he had a good offseason, you know, quote-unquote, right? Everybody looks good in the offseason, right? Before training crime, before the game start. But, yo, now you've seen the first two games, and I'm like, yo. Like, to me, it's more about the 60-40 thing. Even if it's a 60-40 split, that's not what you invest in Zeke. You invest in Zeke thinking he's a three-down back. He gets majority of the snaps, the goal line work. Bro, Pollard's out there, bro. He's getting some work, and I was saying it last night. He's actually a flex option. He's not just a handcuff. He's a flex option. You, so, you can start him. So that went into my thinking a lot when I was ranking my running backs for, like, round one, where, like... Which backups scare me? And Pollard was definitely one of those guys that scared me because I don't like that whole mixing stuff. The only stuff, the only running back that I wasn't scared with what was with Chubb because I felt like Chubb was in the kill regardless who's back there behind him. But yeah, bro, like Zeke, Zeke scared the Zeke scared the shit out of me. And on the topic of handcuffs, because you brought up Chubb, and we saw last year when Kareem Hunt does better when Chubb is there for some yeah. reason, and he didn't kill. As you would expect when Chubb was out. Yeah, Another guy mad, is. You were mad hype right. yeah, yeah, when yeah, Chubb yeah. went down. Yeah, like, I got yeah. an RB1, hit me up. Why would you not assume that when he was producing yeah. as an RB2 with Chubb but, there? But I would have just let it happen. He was just like singing his praises already. Like, he already. Oh, like, no, like, none of us ever jumped the gun. All right. Nah, son. Uh, I say no to gun. Another, another, guy, another guy, too, because uh, <laughs> somebody mentioned the other day that Dalvin Cook got nicked up a little bit the other day. Yo, he kept all in and out of the game. I never seen that. He got so, hurt three times in the game and came back. Right. So, Alex. Alexander Madison is another handcuff, quote unquote, that people in a, I, I I was vouching for it last year, like yo, COVID year, guys get hurt. That's, that's, that's yeah, that's yeah. So like Tony Potter's the only one really out there, quote unquote handcuff, but he's not a handcuff in a sense because he's getting burned now. Even look at even uh, Kenyon Drake. Look at Kenyon Drake. Yeah. 
uh, Josh Jacobs didn't play, and he only had like eight fantasy points. Right. And they gave Payne Barber the ball like 14 times. So it's like you think you have a handcuff and upside and this and that, and it doesn't work out that way. Remember now, now it's Davis or whatever his name is. Like, yo, bro. No. So we're on the topic of running backs, and I'm going to just bring up two other names just for the fact that we're talking running backs. Quote-unquote worry, not really too worried, but guys that have shown more value than expected, Cordero Patterson with Atlanta Falcons, bro, and, and PPR leagues especially. But, yo, Mike Davis, everybody thought RB2, whatever, and then Patterson's right there getting mad work. And then J.D. McKessick, bro, for the fucking... Washington football team, bro. I got Gibson in a couple of leagues, and I mean, and, I wouldn't be too worried about uh, McKissick, but I'm not worried about either one just for this fact, right? They're both passing backs. Cordell Patterson, I don't. They could, I feel like, use him in a in like in a three down roll, but they won't. If you look at right. his stat line, his stat line is impressive, but then you look at he only had like one rush. Yeah, all of that was received. Right. So he's game not script. taking anything away from Mike Davis. Mike Davis is still going to do his thing. Like you said, it's game script. It's going to change from week to week. But the one thing that you know for sure is that Mike Davis is going to get the rushes and this dude is going to get the passing work. So it's like one week, Patterson might look good, but then he will disappear for four weeks. You know what I'm saying? Those You can't trust those guys. You got to stick with the guys that you know gonna, gonna get, is going to get the burn, like Mike Davis and whoever else you mentioned, or even, like, Mark Ingram as a lower-end dude. Yo, he had a whack game, and he still had 14 rushes last week. Like, you got to look at that. That it counts. It no, and I said that I said that to you yesterday about Elijah Mitchell. I'm like, yeah, maybe he didn't have a great game. He didn't have a good game, but he had 17 carries. And now these other guys in the yeah, 49ers backfield guys, got hurt. You guys wasted a combined $195. <laughs> For Pooch, I'm going to defend Pooch because I'm going to defend Pooch because he has he has Sermon and so his his outlook was, which again I mentioned this last week he was dumb to drop him initially but he at least covered himself because he has Sermon like he's like oh, whichever one wins out he's gonna have them rostered. For me I didn't really have a true RB two so I'm trying to hit the lottery I'm being honest and look Singletary and Moss both did their thing last week I have also James Watt in that league so I have a lot of options but he just gives me another one and we'll see this week because it's gonna be a better matchup the Packers. Defense looks like trash. Um, Talking about the Packers even looking like trash. Um, one thing that I also noticed that's going on this season is like all the defense, all the offenses that you thought you could attack on defense is not looking like you can because Houston, the Houston Texans are number one in fantasy against defenses. Mm. And you would have thought that they would have been number like yeah. one the other way around. Like right. you could target them. Then uh, Lions and Jared Goff. Jared Goff looks like straight trash. But for some reason... He's doing good. The defenses are not looking good. So what is going on? How are these teams doing so whack in real life? But then in fantasy, like the defenses are not eating. Because I needed the Packers to get 20 points last night so I could be no in fantasy. And they only got me like half of that. And it, you would have thought watching the game that the defense had way more points than that. Because Goff looked like straight... Trash, bro. What happened yesterday? They played two good quarters. The Lions put up 17 on them, and they gave up a lot of yards. After that second half, they let Rodgers get that first touchdown to Tanya in 21-17, and then from there it was just done with, over with. Like, they just ran it down the field. They were just eating them alive on every, like, deep throw. So it was just more or less, like, golf had to keep up, and golf looked awful last night. Like, he just doesn't know that playbook. I don't think he wants to be in Detroit. 
That's not what he said in the telecast when they showed the interview. You're gonna believe no, me. No, he's bro. not bittersweet. You know, it is what it is. Yeah, but he was never good to begin with, in my opinion, honestly. Like, he was always overrated. Pooch loved him coming out of college. I love him, bro, ever. <laughs> he said he was gonna be better than Wentz. Yo, this is a good segue. Yo, you want to die on the Carson Wentz hill? <laughs> nah, Wentz is You want to die on the Carson Wentz hill? In the little bit that he showed, he did better than golf has oh. been. Uh, golf has had a better career than Carson Wentz. You think so? Yeah. Uh, they both. But who's suck. the better yeah. player? And you're the Colts fan, so I want to ask you something because I don't know. I really don't. No, know. I'm asking you something because you really like have an answer to that question. Before he got they hurt, both suck. <laughs> they both <laughs> fucking suck, like yo, yo, they both suck. But I'm glad you brought up Wentz. Damn, yo, I'm glad you brought up Wentz because before he got hurt, and you have Jonathan Taylor, so this is what affect him, right? So now he's hurt, both his ankles. He I don't think he's right. playing this week. He looked right. That's what I'm saying. Before he got hurt, he was looking he all right. Not playing this week, Wentz. Oh, okay. So Pitt, Pittman Taylor. and Pascal were, were looking good. Even Jack Doyle was out there getting some catches, like. Like, what do you think about the Colts' offense now while Carson Wentz is going to be, what, Jacob? I hate Jacob and Eason. I hope they start Sam. Yeah, you hate him? I, I don't know. i never seen him that play. That guy throws a pick every time he goes out there. Yo, but anybody got to be better than Carson Wentz. And they want him. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but Carson played good before he, he, did he play got well. out the game. And that's a tough defense as well. Carson Wentz? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yo, I don't know. But I test, he just, I don't know. He looks like freaking Benny like, Testaverde out there. Like, he's 48 <laughs> years old. So, like, yo, what's going on? I don't know what happened to that. Swag he had in that one season where the Eagles won the Super Bowl, and you know before he got hurt, like that swagger is gone. No, it's gone. He looked all right, but yeah, bro, start Sam, bro. Jacob is a bum. I wish we got Sam Darnold. I keep saying that. I keep seeing how the Panthers, how he's doing you. on the Panthers. I told you. No, I told you I wanted Sam Darnold the whole yo, time, bro. I don't know why team slept and on Sam Darnold. And everyone slept on him, bro. man. And I'm just like, yo, look at him now. That's exactly why they should have gave up a first for him. Now, was I bugging? He was worth it, son. He was worth it for No, I now. told you it was worth it. But based off of what he did in his career, you can't. Justify that, yeah, but like talent was, yeah. With quarterback, you look at the age, you look at the outside. What do you go for a third? No, a second and a and a third, I think. Yeah, but it was from like this upcoming year, not the nah, year. That should be heartbreaking, bro. Especially after seeing what Zach Wilson did this week, man. I'd be like, damn, bro. No, Sammy D looking that's good. Life, that's we, the life of a Jets fan. We, we have a Jets chat, and we were shitting on Jad. Like, yo, Jad, what happened? You said Donald's a bum. Zach Wilson's a trooper, and it looked like the opposite this week. What's going on? He was tight. He was tight. Nah, but give it, to give all respect to everything, uh, all the rookies haven't been looking good at all. Yeah, not even Lawrence. Lawrence, Lawrence is looking, you know. Yo, Trevor. But that's, a, that's expected, though, if you ask me. Like, in, I wasn't really. Interesting fact, Trevor Lawrence leads the NFL in the most uncatchable passes. I saw I, that earlier. I saw that earlier today, and I wanted to. Nah, like, but receivers are eating, though, like Jones and Charger. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're, they're eating, but he's not efficient. Yeah. Like, they could be not. eating more. Yo, and yeah. they were talking about him like the second coming of Peyton Manning. Like, nah, man. Like, yo, remember, bro, Peyton Manning led the, the league in interceptions his first year. Like, like it's still early and they could do their thing, but it's like all the quarterbacks are looking wishy washy right now. So, how do you feel about the? I'm saying, like, the Jonathan Taylor, you own him, right? Like, how do you feel? Without wins, you think it doesn't change his value at all? That kind of thing? I think, if anything, it should. It should Increase it just because they're gonna give him the ball more. They need to give him the ball more, man. Just let's run it down everyone's throat and make them pay, bro. I gotta buy low on him. Yo, so I have a question for you. So they'll buy low. Just right looking now. into your lineup because speaking He's of got so- twenty points in the last two weeks, you know, average like you know fourteen and five, so. That's an ill by low target right there too. Taylor, I was gonna ask you a question because of your lineup in the, our main fourteen man league, right? So you have Amari Cooper, 
he has some kind of thing going on. I forgot it was his ribs or something. Ribs. His ribs. So it's a Monday night game. Okay. Are you gonna ride it out to Monday night to see if you hope he plays? Like I'm just asking. This is what other fantasy owners are gonna have to deal with, right? With a player that's hurt on a Monday night game. What are your options on your bench? Like who do you pick uh, up? You'll pick up one of the bum Dallas Cowboys receivers, like Cedric Wilson or yeah. or Dalton Schultz, who we shouted out last week as a sleeper. Cedric does a team. <laughs> I mean, listen, bro. They 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 should bounce back this week. They had a disappointing game, I would say, like Dak they had, or Cooper. No, they. Dak and oh, Dak, Dak was trash, but didn't Lamb do good? Yeah, yeah, fourteen. Lamb did good. Um, he scored a touchdown. Yo, it's crazy. I'm just hoping. I'm just hoping we have a little turnaround this week. Uh, it, it seems like my team's gonna ride or die. Oh, Ronnie's looking right. Ronnie's looking right. He said you won't touch a hundred the rest of the year after that crazy <laughs> performance week one. I mean, it's been one week. Like, <laughs> we'll see. We'll I'm see. just saying. I'm just saying. Like, yo, you need a little more consistency before he says. You're looking like a prophet. What he says, you know what he I mean? He prophesized it. It is what it is. I mean, I'm uh, the way I look at it. I don't care if. My team doesn't score a certain amount of points. If, regardless of what bench moves I would have made, I still would have lost. Yeah. I could have easily swapped out Myers for Sutton, which was something Yo, like yeah. worth considering. What made you start? I, I, I was curious about He was that. on that from the beginning of the what week. What made you start Myers over Sutton? I, I, I thought, thought Myers was going to have a big game. And, and yeah, Sutton had you don't something think, to prove. Sutton had something to you prove. You don't think you would have been better off doing Sutton else? <laughs> but... He's got with his puns. Well, in, in hindsight. But, yeah. but you're starting him this week for sure. For sure. I mean, all I need to see is. And then it'll be the opposite this week. Uh, probably, but I'm <laughs> right with that, bro. And it's all good. You're not with uh, Sign. You got to ride with Sign, bro. Come on. No he Judy. has opportunity. No Judy. I, for, I thought he started Sign. I thought Myers was his flex. Yo, I, didn't, I didn't know he benched Sign. Who's the, who's the, who are your other receivers? I got Diggs and Cooper. Okay, yeah, all right, all right. Yeah, but Sign was a. You know, he was a stud pre injury. Well, they were versing the Jets, and I was expecting the Jets to be the Jets and give up a lot of points through the air, which they actually have been they're, really good through the air. They're number three against... Exactly, and they had two corners that you couldn't you know, even name. Add the Jets to another thing where you thought you could target certain things, but on the opposite end. That That is very true. From an like they, they lost both their corners from last year. They're running like new, two new guys out there, and they've actually been good against the Pats. I'm like, okay, well, yeah, it's yeah. not last year. It's a weird year so far. It's nah, a weird year, but I, sure. one, of, one of the things I was really happy about, even though my boy got done dirty, was Julio Jones looked like Julio Jones again. He got a touchdown taken away, too. And, um, he's fucking full. My man, man was feasting, and I was just looking, and then this dude, A.J. Brown, dropping passes like left and right, and I'm like, yo, you see, son? This is what I envision when I told people. Give me Julio over AJ, like just because the especially give especially give no the value wise, the value wise, value. and then I I, I no I think no, he did, he I, did I think say I'll score him. He did I say that. First of all, how many times has AJ Brown outscored Julio besides last year? Well, they weren't on the same team. No, but I'm saying like, come on, why why is AJ Brown number one? Because it's only he's AJ been there. Brown's third year. <laughs> but what I'm saying is that Julio, I'm saying, rookie year, second AJ year, Brown he scored him last year. He's a young stud, but yeah. Julio Jones is a Hall of Famer. We don't know what AJ Brown's gonna be. He might be a Hall of Famer. He might not. I hear that. You know what I'm saying? But the point is that Julio's still in his prime. So why can't he outscore? I'm not saying that he's guaranteed to outscore him, but people discounting him like, yo, that's it. Julio's watch like. Yeah. No one ever said he was washed. I, I, I no, never thought but he was. by the rankings in the fourth round in a 14-man league, it's just, I don't know. I felt like he got discounted. Yo, so I don't know if you guys did this part of the... 
podcast bullet points, but uh, let's do the sleeper for the week. Uh, I don't know if you did you do it? Of course I did. Okay, you did, did you do it? He just got to find another right. This guy's unprepared. All right, so we do one sleeper a week. We did pick somebody either a quarterback or a tight end that's outside the top twelve. Oh, I thought you wanted or, me to pick one of every one. No, 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 just one. Pick one of those, whatever you wrote down, pick one. And then he's either a running back or a receiver outside the top twenty four. So basically what we're saying somebody that's not starter worthy but a flex, like a deep flex option, person that you expect to go all in. You wanna start or I'll start because I have someone here. I'll start first. Go I'm going to go uh, Teddy Bridgewater versus his former team, okay. the New York Jets. Uh, he's ranked uh, 14th this week in quarterback, and I think he's going to have over 22 points. Nice. Especially throwing on my boy, Colin Sutton, who is starting this week. Because right. he got Sutton approved. <laughs> I like that pun. All right, let me go. I got Antonio Brown. ESPN's ranking him right now 30th. He had, the, he had a good week one. He had a dud this week. 38th wide receiver, bro. Projected for 9.8. So this is what I'm going to say. That Ramsey doesn't shadow anybody. But if he were to shadow somebody, it's probably going to be Mike Evans, who just had a big-ass week. So I'm I'm expecting Antonio Brown to be the receiver to lead the Buccaneers in scoring fantasy for this week. Gronkowski's off this week? He's not off this week, but come on. You really expecting Gronkowski to get two touchdowns every week, bro? Yeah, maybe one. Maybe one. Yeah. But I'm talking about big game. The 20-point games that we got from fantasy the last couple of weeks. Uh, the first week was, uh, you know, God has been consistent. You know, he's going to hit whatever. But it looks like once every week is going to be one of those guys that's, that's going to get you a dud. And Gronk. No, 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 three dirt, receivers. Yeah. I'm talking about the three receivers. It's always going to be two out of the three. It's never going to be all three. It's, and that's so AB the, and, had the dud this and week. AB had the dud this week. The first week it was Evans, uh, I want to say. And then so every week is going to be one of those guys that's you're not expecting them to perform as highly. But, again, I own two of them. I have Godwin and AB in one league. So if one of them goes to Elias, if you're researching right now, so trying to pick somebody, what's jumping out to you right now? I want to say. A home run. Somebody that's ranked really lows. I, I'm looking at projection points. I'm not looking at rankings. Yeah, I'm just that's look, fine. I'm looking at low projections. Everybody, and I see Corey Davis standing out to me because he's only above guys like Will Fuller, who's coming back, Waddle, Myers, Watkins. Yeah, who like, was on sleeper last week. And then you got, and then you have, Did it right. Then you got, you got, you have guys like Henry Ruggs over him, Mark Ingram, uh, Rager. Devontae Parker. So what are you on, son. what are you expecting from Corey Davis this week? That's what I'm So what is he projected to have? Nine point four points. What do you think he's gonna have? Like at least fifteen. Okay. At least fifteen. And I like, like that. And we're and we're speaking in high PPR terms, so that's I like I like well, that like, pick. My man will get one touchdown, eighty yards. Five catches. There you go. That's about fit, that? That's definitely more than fifteen Come fantasy on, points. Man. Like they disrespecting my boy. That's what I'm saying. Like put some respect on his name. Yeah, he just had a trash game, but he's closer to week one than he is to week two. Book it. Yeah, I think that's just a Patriot thing, bro. And I yeah. wouldn't expect. I heard him hear the ball out and be a lot better and, than he was in week two. And to give some credit to this dude, Matthew Berry, he actually said that he's like, yo. Patriots eliminate your top option all the time, and they play great against rookie Rookies. quarterbacks. And he actually hit right on the money. Like, he's not usually right. He'd be off a lot, but, like, with that one, he was right on the money. And I think he'll go right back to clockwork. They're going to have a bounce-back game, and I think Corey is always going to be a big part of that. I like our picks. All right, so let's move on to our Vegas picks of the week. Uh, Top three, pick our best three. Last week, I went one and two. Pooch, you went two and one. But the goatee here... 
the guru, the master guru here, went three and zero with his picks last week. So, you have your picks. You ready yeah, to go? Start, start it off. Start it off. Bro. Says you're the three and zero. Start it off. It's a three and zero. Yo, yeah. Why y'all putting the spotlight on me? Like, you know, I want a little three and zero. You know, it's a little something light. You know, I'm trying to make it six and zero this week. And um, I don't even remember who I picked last week. <laughs> I can, <laughs> but I know that that I hit. You had like, the, Yo, you had you had the Bills minus three and a half. You had the Titans plus five and a half, and you had the Packers minus eleven and a half. Yo, come on, son, easy money. Come on, yo, I should have bet. Like, yo, I would have. Should have bet it. I would have won some money, but this, this the is purpose why, here. This is why y'all fans gotta listen and put these bets in. Because you're going to hit more times than so not. So you don't have to say should have, could have, Yeah, would've. yeah. So Don't be like me. You know what I'm saying? What are your three picks for this week? What are the, you know, let's put this money for this week. So my three picks for this week, when I'm going to say what are my money picks, I'm going to say my first pick is I want to go with the Buccaneers against the Rams because it's a one-point spread. Jesus Christ, I don't give a damn if they're on the road. I know the Rams got Matthew Stafford this year, and they look good and all that, but come on. Give me the Buccaneers. Did the, yo, yeah, did the Bucs lose right now? They haven't lost. They haven't lost? Yeah, and they're not going to They're looking dominant. And they're not going to lose well, the Colts week. had them. I want to say the Colts had them, man. Yo, I'm about to put no, just $300 on this one Oh, he's talking about the Bucs. That's over the Rams. Yo, no, not the Rams. No, he's, he's picking the Bucs. Okay. Yo, the Bucs, are you crazy? No, no, I thought you said have the Rams. Yo, low. book it. Top pick of the week. Buccaneers, minus one. I shouldn't even have to even think about that. That's the easiest On pick. the road? On the road, it don't matter. What, it it's don't, a pick on. Watch them lose now. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're you're three and zero. Oh, you missed Yo, it perfectly. Cool. Now listen, Brady, call, call this Brady, man Kurt Henning. Brady's Yo, going for Brady's going for nineteen and zero, bro. What is it, nineteen and zero now? There's an extra game. Yo, if I go three and zero again. Yo, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a 17, chew gum during the next podcast. No, I'm eight. saying to finish <laughs> the, the year perfect. Like Mr. Oh perfect. no, it'd be twenty and zero. That twenty and zero. He's going for twenty and zero, bro. Yo. Never been done. Brady's going for it, bro. He's going for it? He's going for an undefeated Yo, 20 Yo, hell yeah. You think they're going to stop him with all those weapons? <laughs> nah, son. And Ronald Jones is going to get two touchdowns. Oh, that's what you wish. Um, go ahead. That's, per- that's personal bias. Do I, go, do I keep going? Yeah, keep going. Right, so my so next three, pick. All three. My next pick is going to be the Packers plus three and a half. Because the 49ers are minus three and a half. And I know the 49ers are at 49ers home. 49ers are favorite at home yeah. against the Packers? Yeah. I mean, they're at home. You just said it. Like, yeah, I know the Packers haven't been looking great. They haven't looked good, despite the, the win last night. The Packers haven't looked great, but I'm going to trust my man Aaron Rodgers over whoever the hell is throwing the ball in San Francisco. Our favorite, Jimmy G. Jimmy G. Like, and now, you know that you know that 49er game is always a revenge game for him because they, they passed yep. up on him. So, yo, I yep. always feel good about the Packers. I don't know. I just trust Aaron Rodgers. I trust the Packers. I think like the 49ers are gonna have a bounce back year this year, but I don't think they're gonna beat a team I feel like, like if, the Packers. Not, I feel like uh, if the 49ers win that game, it'll be dependent strictly on the defense doing the motherfucking know, thing. Yeah, and I know Styles make matchups, but I'm gonna look at how they both play the Lions, and I'm gonna take the Packers. <laughs> I'm gonna take the Packers. The Packers did like better that. against them. Like, that's, yo, that's a good point. Come on, son. Like, say no. And the Packers defense needs to wake up, bro. They oh man, they look so, oh, yeah, so yeah. look so trash so far. The defense is trash, but they bro, all the Lions. That's what I'm saying. Though, they have to up. wake up. Golf and Jimmy G. That's what I gotta say. <laughs> my next pick and your last pick and my last pick and this is gonna be a beautiful pick right now. I know my boy Marlon listening is gonna love this pick. I'm gonna go with the Raiders. 
minus three and a half against the Dolphins at home. And the Dolphins are probably going to be without Tua. And even if they had Tua, who the hell is Tua? <laughs> so they might be better off. Yo, the Raiders are looking great. They're playing great football right now. And they're winning against good football teams. Like, yo, they, they've been slept on. We got to give them their credit finally. Like, let's, let's give them their credit. And, yo... They're gonna do it to the Dolphins. The Dolphins just lost 35 zip, my man. 35 zip. Went to it. And the, they're on the road. Raiders, three and a half. Give it to me. Push. Yo, we gotta put this bet in Vegas. <laughs> we gotta put this bet this week. Yo, I feel good about it. Push. You, might, you might be able to add these three too if, if you feel good about them. All right, let's see. I, I like uh, Carolina on, on a Thursday. They minus seven and a half against the Texans. Uh, just feel good about I, about the Panthers. I don't bro. like it already. Jesus, I'm I'm just saying, like not not to hate on you. Like I just feel like the Carolinas, like the obvious, like yo, do. But then I don't know what's going on with the Texans, bro. Just something about them, like they been competitive, but they're not winning. You know, Tyrod's not playing this week, right? Oh shit, yeah. <laughs> like, yo, but I don't know, I don't know. I still I gotta see. I mean, it. The Panthers I on the road. They're playing competitive ball. I get it. I like the pick, but I I wouldn't just wholeheartedly <laughs> trust it. Like Panthers on the road, yes, but why is the spread so low? I don't know. It's so high. Should, that's a high spread. Seven, high and high spread. seven and a half. Uh, I don't know, but go ahead, man. All right, second pick. I got a uh, Washington football team. Oh well. My sheet said plus nine and a half, but it says plus eight and a half here against the Bills right. on the road. Ooh, I like that one. Yeah, I just... But tell us why you like that I one. just think it's too high, and I think uh, the defense actually comes around and disrupts uh, Josh Allen and what's going on over there. Which I really is, like the defensive line. Which is They haven't funny. been awake, and, like, they've been winning games. Uh, they, they beat the Giants in a close one. Uh, they lost two... Los Angeles in a close game, right? It was a field goal game. They've have, they've been in every game they've been in this year. And it's, I see Buffalo winning just not by. It's funny that you mentioned that because this goes back to how we started the show when we were talking about how Josh, Josh Allen is struggling and now he has another tough matchup mm-hmm. in, in the Washington football team. And what they do is pass rush. Like, and, you know? and that's the thing. And I feel like you said, I agree with this pick. I like that pick. I feel like the spread is way too high. Like, disrespectful. And I want to like find a statistic. On, I'm gonna add that one to my on pick. how the Chiefs do after a loss. Okay. They're minus six and a half against the Chargers at home, and I feel like Mahomes is gonna play angry and not give Clyde uh, Edwards Hilaire the ball. All game. <laughs> the Chiefs are at home. Yes. And it's only six and a half. Yes, yeah. sir. Against the Chargers. Yes, sir. And the Chargers just lost. Chargers just came off a field goal loss to Dallas. Yes, sir. Uh, at home. I know that so, Dallas played. Dallas did play good against Tampa Bay, so you can't discredit them. No, Dallas, Dallas has a good offense that can keep but, up with anything. Time of defense, yo, but Mahomes coming off a loss. You're right there. That's gonna be a parlay. I like that. <laughs> I'm, not gonna, I'm not gonna add that. that, that Panthers. Game. That's a Thursday. That's, that. a Thursday. that's a Thursday game, anyways. Yo, but that's those five picks right there. All right, let's you, let's see if anybody gives us anything to add to the parlay. <laughs> I'm not gonna five pick. Well, one, I agree with Pooch with the Thursday night game, the seven and a half. Like you said, Davis Mills is starting on Thursday night uh, for. Fantasy purposes, so Brandon yeah, Cooks. Yeah, I could put that. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, there's no parlay. There's a Thursday game. We're not going to do a one-game parlay for a Thursday night game. Well, over-under? You want to do a bet from Thursday and then 
You could do that. Oh, you'd be scared that something happened between like Friday, Saturday. Yeah, like what are the spreads change? There's yeah, better Ronnie, odds. Ronnie never does that. Yeah. That's you, like a sin. I would never do that. I, to this year, I don't even do anything besides one o'clock games. I'm not doing. I'm not stressing myself out with. Oh my god, Damn, I got the first yeah. few right. You know, you're, you're really limiting it. You're trying to win, like, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm you're worried about my mental health, to be honest with you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, chill out. Why are you watching like eight games at once and be like, yo, I can't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yo, my second pick is the Bengals. They've covered the first two weeks. Uh, Big Ben's look like shit. He might not even play this week. He's kind of iffy. What's Deontay Johnson is also kind of iffy. And uh, four and a half, I have you. Plus four and a half. Plus, plus four, and four and a half. half. It's the divisional game. You know how that is. You like the Bengals? I like the Bengals plus four and a half. You think Steelers are going by like a field goal? And the fucking, yes. The Steelers fucking fucked well, me up last week in two suicide pools. So they screwed me over. So I'm kind of a little bit right now just bitter. You pick, you pick the Steelers in your suicide pool? Yeah, two. Yeah. Sorry, Marlon. Yeah, but yeah, the Vikings just did it to them, no? Who? Who did it? No. The Bengals beat the Bears. The Bears did it to them. But they no, covered they the came back. They, they covered did? the spread. That's what I'm saying. Oh. They covered the first two weeks. They beat the Vikings week one. Bro, like, they've been better to me, especially defensively. I don't like, know, but Joe Burrow is not looking at it. He's not. He's not. Damn, son. I'm trying to trade him in my Yahoo League. Like, uh, yo, yo, hold on. We haven't talked about this, but while we're on the Bengals, because we don't talk about the Bengals that much. Yo, where are all these Jamar Chase haters at, bro? Who's hating on him? Nah, you hater? Yo, bro, are you looking I'm at him? No, no, not, not, not him. him. None Jamar of them in this room. Jamar Chase is my boy. Not, not, none I, of them in this room, but there was mad doubters based off of these preseason drops, and I was like, yo, bro, he's going to be what? just fine. You know when like you miss, you airball while you're warming up? Yeah. You want to get him out before you go into the game? That's what he was like doing. Like how, how we was doing the other day when we were playing basketball and shooting around like all yeah, of Bro, there's a lot of guys that are better players like when they, nah, when it ma- when it matters and when it counts, then when it do- when it doesn't, you know what I'm saying? Like nah, like no. I just never see more pressure from like uh, a rookie a receiver, rookie wide receiver, like going into the year than him, and he didn't play football all of last year okay. during the COVID bro, season. That guy's a stud, bro. He's a stud. Bro. Anybody that's been in group chats with me, no, like, I know you. I know. Me, know that I'm a Jamar Chase guy. Like yeah. I wanted him as the in the Jets. Yeah. Like I'm like, how can we get him? And Wilson, like, how how would it be possible? Or like, nah, I we, remember even you yo, me I wanted to keep season. going with this, make a trade down and get Chase, bro. Yeah. Like, like. It would have been better off, I feel like. You imagine we would have had Dono with Corey Davis, Chase, Elijah Moore. Like, let's say, like, yo. Wishful thinking, Elias. We would have been cooking, son. Yo, my But, f- nah, I love Chase, bro. I I'm, love him. But since you are a Jets fan, I'm actually picking the Jets plus 10 and a half. That's, that's, I, I know the Broncos have a tough defense. They probably, 10 and a half? 10 and a half. Jesus. At home. I know, and you mentioned, no. and you mentioned Teddy Bridgewater as, like, sleeper for fantasy, and I still like that pick as well. No, but. But, bro, the, the 10 and a half, bro, like, I want to give the Jets coach each a little bit of, like, benefit just, of the doubt I think here. the Jets could win that game outright. Oh, so yeah. put them in the parlay as a money you know, line. That, that'll spike up your, your home total. I don't know. I want to do that. that but, yo, <laughs> 10 and a half is crazy. 10 and a half. I'm going to have so, to do two best this week. One best of the Jets. And then a regular I'm one. Just, but just take the ten, just take the points. Then you don't have to do the no, money line. Just take the ten. Yeah, just take the points and put well, it in your they back. Can't even beat the Giants. Can you put one of my picks in your back? No, they, they beat the they beat You want to win some money? Home. Put one of my picks in your back. They're good, but then nah, son. Nah, no. man. Teddy's actually getting How his, much his the, chance to shine. They just got good. blown out against the Patriots at the end, right? Yeah, they're like twenty-six-five, twenty-six. Yo, but for like the for the first three quarters, it was a close game, right? 
Yo, it was just. And that's what Wilson throwing right. the fucking game yeah. away. Right. Throwing it to the other that's team. what it. That's what it really is. Like if Wilson just goes part two. <laughs> yo, my man was just like, yo, here, here's the ball. You or oh, now you have the ball. He thought he was Oprah for the other team. Like you yo, get the ball. You get the <laughs> like, ball. Yo, what's wrong with this dude? But like, nah, I think he's gonna bounce back. He's going to go back to the film room. Like, and I think they're going to win this week because I'm not putting any Jets picks in my parlays. I've yo, done it please, the first two please weeks. stop, man. Well, like, yeah, the, with the points? Yo, yeah. He's jinxing my... No, you put him as a money line no, this past week. I thought they were going to beat the Patriots, too. Yeah. They yeah. could. They could. So Pooch, Pooch the, the mush here. That's what's going on here. Yeah, he's mushing my team. With his under, with 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 I'm, not with putting, his underdog parlay. I'm not putting Jets in my parlay. Don't put the I'm putting the Colts in my please parlay. Please do not put Colts. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Show me something. You know bro. what it is? Is that you have some Jets I, fandom low-key in you. So yeah, you can't vote on your teams. He, 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 he does. He does. I don't have Jets We just said the other day. We spoke about this last yeah, week. Love that I'd rather, like, like, rather like the Jets than the Giants. That I like the Jets more than the Giants? You think yeah, that's yeah, a yeah, big love right there? I don't know. Just don't. Rule number one of. I will go to a Jets Yo, rule number one of betting is don't bet on your team. Yo. To win or against. That's why I don't want to add the Jets to my thing. All right. So you won't. But that's my last pick. third one is the Jets. Let's move on. Are they home? No, they're on the road. So plus ten and a half. Then we win a six to this five. They're at Denver. <laughs> Especially since you went one and two last. But if you wanted to start your your parlay <laughs> early in the week, the weekend Saturday night UFC two sixty six. Big UFC fans here. Hey. There's two title fights. There's Ortega versus Volkanovski. There's Shevchenko versus Lauren Murphy. <laughs> I had to say it like that because I don't, I won't pronounce it well if I say it slowly. What's the first name, son? Valentina? Valentina. Uh, and then we have Nick Diaz versus Robbie Lawler. Yo. The OGs. That's, an, that's out. this Saturday? Yeah, it's this Saturday, bro. Five oh. rounds, baby. Five rounds. You guys are going to be UFC. Let's watch that. Let's watch it. All right, let's watch you it. You else? Yeah, come to my crib. Go to your crib, man. Yo. Uh, you work, no? I don't mind. We don't mind. Oh, you, you oh work? damn. Nah, I can't, bro. I'm going to be... We're recording. We're going to talk about that stuff. Yo, so anyway, let's make, let's make our you know, our picks here. You know, I'm just give excited. just just roll off your top three picks. Let me just give the lines quickly. So, Robbie Lawler is actually... Oh, this is a pick basically. they both minus 110. Uh, Lawler and Diaz. Uh, Shevchenko is a minus 1,400, bro. And Lauren Murphy is a plus 800. Women's flyweight championship fight. Volkanovski is a minus 160. So, a, a little bit of a, a favorite there against Ortega who's a plus 135 I'll give you my picks I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna just go with Robbie Lawler bro I know Diaz beat him all those years ago I think it was like 15 years ago that they fought uh, I'm gonna go with Shevchenko I know it's an early fight I wouldn't put money on that just because you're not gonna win shit by betting for Shevchenko but and then Ortega Ortega bro I feel like he was too young too inexperienced against Holloway he pieced him up but I felt like if you watch his last fight against uh, the Korean zombie this guy look all around, way better all around. Yo, but that's like a little biased pick, though. Why? Because you love Ortega. I do love Ortega. Like, that's your boy, boy. But I, and I also feel that Volkanovski didn't beat Holloway those two fights. So, like, it's to me, I don't think he's he's well, not... Well, the second um, fight, he definitely didn't beat in the first it's fight. Strategy. It was, a, no, the first fight, no, sorry, take the back, take the back. The not the first two fights. The first fight, he beat bro. Holloway. The second fight, I definitely didn't think he, he beat Holloway. He wasn't even close. I don't know where they got that decision from. Like, Max, to me, dominated that fight. Like, honestly, like it wasn't even close. The only interest, so I got Volkanovski, but the only interest I got in Brian Ortega winning is that's an easier pathway for Holloway to get another title, title yeah, fight. Yeah, I hear you. But besides that, uh, I'm, I'm going to give it to Volkanovski because 
Yeah, like you said, uh, Max pieced up Brian Ortega, and you know Volkanovski gave him two good fights. Regardless of like whether or not like Holloway did win those, I felt like he won the two fights. Uh, the first one was a lot closer than the second one. I don't know what happened in that second one, but Ortega hasn't shown. I want to see a, his a third fight, bro. And jiu-jitsu lately, last few fights he hasn't shown his jiu-jitsu I, as much. But that's what he, I think he should go if he wants I, to win. I was busting Ronnie's chops. Like I'm gonna go with Brian Ortega as well because I, I really like him. Like when Max fought him, I was scared. Yeah. Like he's one of the guys that I was like, yo, he's he might like, beat him. Yeah. Like he might beat him. Like yo, he's fucking good. No, he's really he good. He is good. He's I wouldn't good. be surprised, yeah. The only thing that threw me off is that, you know, he got hurt. I'm like, is it going to be the same? But nah. Oh, You've seen his last the fight. Dude, he looked... The dude is the truth. Because being yeah. zombie is a beast. Yeah. And he did it to him, right? So it's like, yo, if you could... In all facets, too. It was like yo, the ground, stand-up, everything. If you could destroy a zombie, like, you got a case, bro. And I yeah. just... I'm not come Like, the dude is well, good. He's good, though, man. Like, the dude Alexander is good, but, like... You can't sleep on Brian, on Brian Ortega. I like the fact that he's an underdog as well. And if you want to make some money... It's the like, only yeah, underdog to I, play, yeah. I, I assume we all got Valentino, right? I yeah, picked don't that. put... So we don't have to discuss that. Yeah. We don't have to discuss that. But my man is an OG UFC fan from way back when. So I just want to get his take on the Diaz-Lawler fight before we send it off. So the Diaz-Lawler... Like, this is an interesting one for me because I'm a Robbie Lawler fan. And oh, like, And um, I don't hate... Nick Diaz, but I'm not a Nick Diaz fan either. I, you know, like I like the dude, but I'm like he's never been my boy. I was like Pesky's boy, like he loves him. So every time Nick Diaz would lose, I would shit on him or whatever. And then you know he couldn't stand toe to toe with my boy GSP. Like my boy GSP nah, just outclassed him, and I was there at that fight. So we, we like, were there. Yeah, we was there. <laughs> it was lit. Montreal? Yes, 2013. March of 2013. Yeah, that, yeah, that was a legendary weekend. But my point is that I felt like, I really, really felt like Robbie Lawler would have destroyed him if they would have fought a few years ago. Remember when Robbie was the champ? Right. At that time, like, that's when I want, wanted them to fight. But now, I think Robbie's done. And I know we haven't seen Nick Diaz in a while. That's the biggest question mark. But, but, he, but he always stays in shape. The dude is always solid. Even even if he don't win, he always looks. He never gets embarrassed. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't get destroyed. He doesn't get embarrassed. Yeah, that's a deal. And I feel like Robbie is not a wrestler. Those are the that's um Nick Diaz's kryptonite. And Robbie's not a wrestler. He's gonna stand up with him. And I think that Nick Diaz we'll piece him up. is gonna piece him up. He's gonna have more stamina. He's gonna just. That's like, a big question, my memory. This is not three rounds. This is a five round fight. Like this is a non title fight. And I five believe rounds. in Nick Diaz's stamina. Yeah. And I just don't believe in rock. I don't know. I just these guys be running triathlon. I just feel like bro, he's watched like Diaz man. brothers, man. Like they they go fight forever and they never yeah seem like to gas I just up. feel like Robbie's done. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like I hope that I'm wrong. I hope is this that Robbie's he wins. first fight since um Askren. Uh, no, no, I think no. he had one more. Yeah, I, one think more Kobe, right? I think Kobe. I think Kobe lost. He pissed him up. He got done. Like yo, he just. I, I think know. Kobe pissed him up. First of all, he should have. He did. I felt like that. That submission shit was bullshit. It was. It was bullshit. And he was destroying him before he that. Was murking him. But I felt like yo, finish the job, bro. Yeah. There's no reason why you should not finish the job. So you kind of deserve to, to have that happen to you. Yeah. Like I felt like that. I'm like yo, bro. How you don't finish that bum? I think <laughs> it was a bum. Okay. And we all saw. And then this boxer dude finished the job. <laughs> 
But anyways, I'll take Nick Diaz, bro. I don't know. I just got right. it's just my gut feeling. So I picked Lawler. I got Diaz. Who you got Pooch before we send it off? I got Diaz. You got Diaz as well. All right, let's send it off. Good luck in your matches this weekend. Uh, Good, your third, third, play, play for your third place, please. Play we're, for it. No, we're playing. Go ahead, go ahead. What? We're playing. What did I hear? Did you guys hear that my man Marquise Brown had both his girlfriends at the Sunday night football game? Is it Hollywood Brown? <laughs> Hollywood Brown? <laughs> what do you mean? He balled out the first week too, bro. <laughs> Yo, but they said that. Like, so they probably aggregate. Like, He's like, been balling. Yeah, one on one side, one on the other side <laughs> of the stadium. Like, what are the chances they, they find out? You uh, crazy? Bro, then I see it on the gram and I'm like, yo, why would they expose him like that? Like, yo, let yo, the man be. The haters is gonna hate, bro. Haters is gonna hate. But yo, my boy Hollywood Brown. Oh, that was a, that I'm, was the best I'm part so of that happy trade. I didn't trade him because I was offering him up like a like 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 nothing. Like a bag of chips. Not 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 like nothing, but I was trying to get like a receiver upgrade, so I was like offering him and Mike Davis for like you know, I'm like, talking about the live drive. Yeah, like for like Mike Evans and receivers like I that. You made a funny story, bro. And, and I'm glad I didn't sign off that. Yeah, you asked for me for Antonio Brown. I didn't take it. So like nah, I said, they both look good. They both look yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I said, good looking in matchups. Play for third place. I'm gonna try to win this championship, my second of I this year. Won basketball earlier this year. Let's go for baseball. And then, you know, I'm gonna try to come at come at you for the fantasy football as well. Uh-huh. You already know you can <laughs> follow us. You can follow me on Twitter. I put my name back to Ron Ron Six Four Four. It's much easier for people to follow me personally on Twitter that way. And I hit people up. You can send us our, you know, questions. Pooch, I told you get on that so you can help other people with their d- decisions. Elias, you, you have no social media, so it's all right. But you already know you can listen to us. We'll be back next week again, once again to prepare for week four. Good luck week three. You already know fantasy po- uh, fantasy sports team podcast. Deuces. Deuces.